Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. People say he ain't no good And I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning And pick guitar in the afternoon Just like old Chief and Charlie I like to lay around in the shade Well, I ain't got no money But you better believe I got it made Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing if I can't get it on my own If you don't like the way I'm living Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone Tonight, this is going to be a good one. This is the one that y'all have asked for. We did one with some other people a couple weeks ago. And uh, you couldn't hear me and him talk enough. We kind of stole the show, but we didn't mean to. Uh, Mr. Lee Tucker, my brother from another mother. Uh, Lee, before we even get started, you got to tell them your social media links, and we'll go from there. It's going to be Instagram is Lee Tucker Music. The Snapchat is Lee Tucker 2983. And Facebook, just Lee Tucker Music for my music page. Uh, Lee, you have been such a big influence on me, man, and you're the reason why I've got to meet so many cool people. Like, it really started with a house party with me and you a couple of years ago. <laughs> that, that ended up in a big fight with like 80 people. And why the fuck does it always there? have to end up that way? I don't know. I met your dad out there throwing a punch. It was pretty awesome. I was like, hey, man. Let me tell you, between <laughs> you... Donnie will get down. That's what yes. I Yes. <laughs> between you and Chuck and Donnie and Chris and Trent and maybe one or two folks on that, maybe Cobb. Now, Cobb might put them in chokehold. Um... <laughs> Y'all always got my back, and that is one thing that I will always, always love about each and every one of y'all. Um, the reason I got them to drop you to drop your social media stuff first is uh, you've got some good shit right now, some very, very good shit, some stuff that I'm extremely proud of you of. Thank you. And, uh, man, we start in Chris Staple and Old Friends is playing. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is going to be – I know it's going to be good. Uh, but, Lee uh, – I don't know. Before we get started, I just want you to know I love you and thank you. I, love I you have been too. drinking whiskey before you got here. <laughs> I know. I had to drive here, so I haven't been drinking anything. I've been making moonshine all afternoon. By the way, <laughs> that banana moonshine you yeah. brought in here, it's going to make this bad. It's, it's something new that I wanted to try. I was like, well, we've done the peach cobbler. Of course, we always do the apple pie and all that stuff. And I was like, I really want some banana. 
we got to figure out how to do it. So I think that worked. Maybe no, no, it does. It's, yeah. it's for someone like me who likes liquor. <laughs> that's scary, and it that's is. what you told me though. You was yeah, like, yeah, that, you was like, be yeah. careful. This yeah. is dangerous. It is. I got that uh, that shine there from Kentucky. I think we played a bluegrass festival up there. Uh, sometime last year, it was like me and Tyler Branch. I miss him so bad. Game. I know, man. Uh, talking about whenever we first met that first night there, I went. I went with Tyler actually. Tyler went with me, rode to me because he was playing your party. I yeah, think. well, That's he. How we got there. I remember him telling me like, "I'm bringing this guy from Hazelhurst. <laughs> You're gonna love him." And I was like, "I don't know, man. I'm weird about people." <laughs> Thank you, Tyler Branch. That was such a good night. Uh, so, it it was. Tyler got locked into a room. Tyler Brent, <laughs> I'm telling the story. I don't care if you get mad about it or it's not. Story, if you man. were if you were here, if you were here, we wouldn't tell the story. But you know, you got shit to do. Uh, Tyler had played. We used to call it Jaeger Christmas, and it would be where uh, all the people that I played softball with. We used to play on a softball team called Jaeger Bombers, and we would do Christmas all together every year and Tyler I just got to meet him and uh, Tyler had way too much fun with us he uh, ended up we had to put him to bed because no one's ever had to put Tyler Branch to bed before never, never that's never <laughs> happened and when we put him to bed that night he uh, we put him in this room <laughs> and about 3 o'clock in the morning we start hearing and we's like what the hell is going on here like there's Somebody's no knocking on the door yeah, like, we we get up, like me and Liam became buddies by then. He done played pony five times, and every every woman there was excited. And uh, we go and uh, we look at the door, and there's nobody there. And then we hear, we're like, "What the fuck is this? Like, why? What am I hearing this from?" And uh, we went and looked, and damn, if Tyler Branch was inside the bedroom. <laughs> Knocking on the door from the inside of the bedroom. <laughs> he was locked in. He was wanting to get out. Yeah. He was wanting to get out and he couldn't. And it was, uh, holy shit. That was the first time we giggled about that so bad. It was really just a whole lot of us drinking too much, though, and having a good time, though. And, man, I'm telling you, it was... It, looking back at it, as much as we've made fun of that situation, and the good Lord knows we have made hella fun of that situation with Tyler, it got me to meet you. And it got me to, uh, boy, I pick on you so much about you playing Pony. But it was, I wouldn't have changed it for nothing because I got to meet somebody. My All my friends that I've known forever are so envious of you and jelly of mine and your relationship because me and you just get one another. Yeah, and if it wouldn't have been for Tyler Branch being shit faced, yeah, who knows? Because I, I drove that night. I never drive, but yeah, I drove that night. So it, it turned out being great though. I actually had a, a jar of moonshine that night too. I remember we went out to the truck. And God damn that's it! it. Yeah, that if, explains a lot. That does explain a lot. Now probably what happened to Tyler too. So no, there's yeah. there's never an explanation <laughs> for what happened to him. He for, for all of our friends, man. He is one of those that just, he goes hard, and I love him for it. Because when Tyler is Tyler, he's the best time ever. Not to mention what an amazing musician he is. He's ridiculous, man. I hate, you know, I'm really happy for him and Jordan, and they, they're in New York now. But, man, I miss, you know, playing shows with him. Because 
He's got the best harmonies. He's a great guitar player, great songwriter, great singer. You know, he even plays harmonica, banjo, you name it. I mean, he's just an all-around talented musician. There's really nothing I've heard that he can't do, man. There's not. There's not. And he's such a good person. That's you what know, gets to, me to with him. On top of it, it's not just the talent. It's like shit. You're cool too. That's you know. <laughs> well, one thing with him, whenever we went, and you were supposed to go, you just couldn't because you were working at the time. We went to that. Uh, we went to Toad Lick. Yeah, and he was with us. And as you know, sometimes Joshy gets a little out of hand. Every every now and then, Joshy might do a little too much uh, and have a too much fun. But let me tell you. Even when I was in the wrong, while I was there, and I was hollering at these uh, these guys or this guy in this Impala that was in our parking lot, Tyler had my back, and he will always be family. If oh, he don't, yeah. he'll have your back when he can't stand. Like literally, when he can't stand, <laughs> he'll be like, "What'd you say, my friend?" <laughs> well, the the <laughs> when I knew he loved me was when he made the phone call that night. We were, like I said, we had had too much fun. Now we're sitting on the tailgate, and this guy pulls up in this Impala. Our DD for the whole weekend was there. And she had downloaded plenty of fish while she was there. Was it Baby Mama? Oh, no, Baby Mama, no, Baby Mama was with me at the time. No, she was with me at the time. But the, the girl who was supposed to be driving us the whole weekend, so we didn't have to pay for Ubers and shit, she downloaded plenty of fish while we were there. And when she downloaded plenty of fish, like, we had this very nice, I don't want to say sweet, but like, what do you call it at like a regular-ass hotel when it's like a nicer room? They call it's it a suite. a suite. It's still yeah. a suite, but it's not like, it's not like a, a presidential. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a regular-ass suite. Nothing wild. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, uh, Tyler is so mad because this guy was like, I'll shoot you. First of all, I was drunk, and I think I caught him squishy face. The guy who pulled up in the Impala, and he was like, hey, man, you don't talk to her like that. And I was like, you're not coming to my room. You're from Alabama. We don't know you. And this girl, I'm paying her to be here to be my DD. You're not hanging out with us. And Tyler was like, yeah, fuck you, guy. <laughs> and then the girls at the time, our girlfriends, made us go to the room. Um, and behave. Tyler got on the phone that night. And Tyler, if you're listening, if you ever hear this, I love you from the bottom of my heart, but there's no way I'm not telling this. Tyler put the phone up to his ear. He called one person. That person talked to him for five minutes and hung up. Tyler never knew that the guy hung up. He talked to him for an hour <laughs> on the phone. And he was like, man, I got guys from Hazelhurst that'll drive to Dothan, Alabama, right now we'll whoop that guy's ass and i'm in bed and i'm like all right tyler let's do what we gotta do bro if that guy's still in the parking lot we'll roll tyler and he's so shit-faced he just never knew the guy hung up he was just talking to his phone the whole time he's special i love him um we've all been there have we? Yes. Me and you have definitely. Too much. You know how many times since all this has started. Today is day 61 of me having my own show. I started it October 1st, so today's 61 days in. Congratulations on that, by the way. I'm super proud of you. I'm happy Thank you. We, we all are going to be. 
This is all of our babies. Yeah, there's there's so many good things going on with so many good people right now. My buddy Trey Lewis, Matt McKinney, they got the December. Yes, December the 18th, Crazy Bull. We're going to find some way for Lee Tucker to get up there and sing Fuck Kathleen and Damn Whiskey. I don't think they're going to have a problem with it. Maybe uh, not. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Uh, I know Trey and Matt will. <laughs> no, no, no. I love those guys. Those guys are great. They're singing Dick Down in Dallas. You think they're going to have a problem yeah. saying fuck Kathleen? Well, what's crazy is I was I was working on the road at the time. You know, I own an insurance business so and, and do Medicare plans for seniors is like my, my big boy job. But uh, Matt McKinney messaged me whenever they started writing the song. They were like, hey, man. We feel like you got to get in on this. You got to ride on this with us. And I really wanted to, but I was out of town. And by the time I got back and could write the song with them, it turned out they had already finished the song. So I didn't get a chance to write on it, which I wish I would have, though. That would have been great. Lee, that song has your name written all over it. It's my life story. Where are you? Oh, my God. When I first heard it, I was like, Lee Tucker is part of that. <laughs> like, it, there's no way that Tuck is not part of that. But I still feel like I'm a part of it because, I mean, dude, the thing is, is playing the same riders' rounds and stuff in Nashville with these guys. Well, you're and, you're the reason I even know who Trey Lewis is. You heard the song. You were sitting there. I guess it was at was it Whiskey Jam or where, no, the, it was it was actually, the listening room. No, definitely. They won't let me play uh, Fuck Kathleen. I played it one time, but I had to play <laughs> F Kathleen. And F Kathleen. Did. But actually, when it got to that part, like Priscilla Block and all my friends are out there in the in the crowd. And so I wasn't allowed to say it on the stage because literally the, uh, the sound guy came over the mic and said, if you say the F word, I'm going to cut your mic and everything. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and they're like, don't worry, we got you. So as soon as it's like, uh, you know, as soon as yeah. I got time to say Fuck Kathleen, I just shut up and the crowd just saying, fuck Kathleen. So I didn't have to say anything. So it worked out pretty good anyway. But no, those guys are all just good people. And we've just, I've been so fortunate, man. I really have. Because well, I, you're going, it's even like this weekend, you're going on a riders retreat with some fucking extremely good riders from up there. Yeah, just, I don't know how, uh, that's the thing. I think I just get drunk, fat, funny, and, and find myself it's in because, places I don't mean to. No, I'm but. telling you, it's the same effect <laughs> that you had on me, is when you're around you, you get this genuine experience that people don't give. Me and you are two folks that, does not matter if we're drunk, sober, whatever, you're going to get the real-ass Lee Tucker. Oh, yeah. You're going to get the real-ass Josh Terry. Yeah. And people respect that so much. And then the second you open your mouth and you just let out some good shit. <laughs> you stole my heart. I don't know how quick you stole my heart. If you was a, if you was a woman, we'd have been married by now. We didn't have three babies. Yes. <laughs> we didn't have three babies living in Charlie Park by now. Then I can blame this belly on baby weight like all the rest of them. Oh, yeah, because you de- you'd definitely be the catcher. Dude, <laughs> but I don't have a high paying dog. Shit, I, don't don't worry. I, I've seen my undercarriage. You won't need a high paying dog. <laughs> but I'm telling you, dude, you people realize real quick. Like you've been around Ashley McBride. You've been around Mitchell Tenpenny, uh, Chase Rice. You've been around these folks. It's Chase Rice, wasn't it? Uh, well, I've been around a lot of people. Well, I'm saying. 
I got drunk one night and ended up on John Party's tour bus. Yeah. With, <laughs> it was like me and Trey landed in another badass song. Shout out to Trey. I fucking yeah. love that guy. He, he don't talk to us no more. You know? He's, yeah, I love yeah, Trey. I, I'll just play. I, met, I called him about a month and a half ago, and then I lost service. I was in Mississippi working in the damn mountains out there. I know, hills, I know when he calls me or when I call him, I think it's like we both understand that we're shit-faced. Yeah, yeah. When we call each other. And like we don't get mad at each other, we're boys. But we understand like y'all, everybody's busy now. Like we all got oh, our yeah. own shit going on. And and uh, but you, I guess the point I was trying to make uh, with the Dick Down in Dallas song is you're the one who told me about it. You messaged me, and you sent me an Instagram video, and you was like, "Bitch, you're about <laughs> to love this." I'm telling you right now. The next day. Because I've got the, the software and everything. I stole that shit so quick. <laughs> and I put it in Dropbox to where I had an, a rough, uncut version of it. And you sent it to Trey. And then Trey and me got to, to be talking back and forth. And he got me hooked up with his camp to, to book him. It, none of the shit that we have coming up with Trey happens if it wasn't for you. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. And I'm glad I can just connect good people to other good people. That's what this is all about. Especially in Nashville. That's what people don't realize is whenever you're trying to do something, you know, it's really hard to do it from down here because you've got to be there in the moment, in the scene, meeting people and just, they call it networking. Really, it's a bunch of drinking and just meeting other good folks <laughs> is, uh, is pretty much what happens. But I've met so many good people like, uh, I got a buddy of mine, so I'm going to throw this out there. We're playing a show at Frank's in Uvalde, Georgia, December the 19th. So we, We're going to be there. Every exactly. Everybody that is associated with the event. Now, Trey and Matt are booked. But on the 18th. On the 18th. Crazy Bull and but Mickey. even the TikTok girls. If you're listening to this right now, the girls that we've befriended off of TikTok and uh, other stuff that have a lot of followers, they're going to push the show for December the 19th at Frank's in Uvalde. And all of us with Raising Grace, and everybody's going to be there. So if you miss December the 18th at Crazy Bull with Trey Lewis, don't miss December the 19th at Frankston Uvalda with Lee. Well, and I, you got Dustin Heron, and who else you got? I got Nate Kingan, of course. Dustin Heron, that's like my other brother. He's from South Alabama. That curly-headed bastard, so good. He is amazing. I, like I said, he's, he's Tracy Lawrence, a legitimate youngin'. And then I've got my other good friend. Like I said, I met drunk one night at uh, at Losers. <laughs> I love how that's how all the stories start. It is. So, so actually what happened was my buddy Vaden, Vaden fucking Willis, that's how he stored my phone. Him uh, and Blue Foley, I didn't know who Blue was at the time. I knew of him. We had saw each other in passing and stuff. But I, I just got my Lee Tucker koozies. Oh, I and love so, them. So I was giving out koozies all around, you know, drinking, giving out koozies. And I gave one to Blue and them. Well, then I went down the road because I had to walk across the street down the road and go get a root beer shot because those are amazing. Uh, down at Red Door. Came back and I found Blue and Vaden and all them sitting there. And a guy named Trick Savage, phenomenal guitar player. Anyways, um, they're the ones that uh, was sitting there. And this girl was like, oh, my God, I love your accent. Where are you from? And I was like, <laughs> I'm from from southeast Georgia. She's like, I'm from Georgia. I'm from Lawrenceville. I was drunk by this time. It's like 1.30 in the morning. Hey, is Lawrenceville even part of Georgia? Yeah. it's, it's Yeah. Somewhere. Anyways, this is it's, might as well be Atlanta. Anyways, and uh, she's like, oh my God, I'm from Georgia. And I was like, where are you from? She's like, Lawrenceville. And I was like, well, that's from, but that's up there above the Macon-Dixon line. That shit don't count. And, and Blue goes, 
what did you just say? Making dick. Have you written that yet? And I was like, written what? And he's like, making Dixon line. And I was like, no, man, that's just uh, that's just something we usually say, you know, because everything above making is, is Atlanta to us Southerners. So he's like, well, shit, we got to write that one, man. He's like, uh, let me check something right quick. Actually, and it was just awesome because he's Grammy nominated last year and this year as songwriter on Ashley McBride's stuff. Um, Trick Savage is also in that camp with Ashley McBride and those people. And just so they canceled two rights uh, on Wednesday. This was on a Monday night of all nights. Showed up at my apartment at 11 a.m. on Wednesday morning and we wrote Making Dixon Line. And that's just how it happens there. And then since then, we've just, you know, run into each other several times again. Then we just wrote another banger with uh, our friend Kristen Kelly. She was on tour with uh, Brad Paisley. I know that name. She had that song, uh, I got an ex-old man and an ex-best girl. <laughs> anyways, it was like, uh, anyways, that was like 2012. So she, or 13, something like that. She was just killing it. So from, from just being drunk at Losers, you run into all these people and then you start writing with them. And then next thing I know, last week, a guy from the Wilson Brothers, Chad Wilson, uh, hit me up and said, hey man, send me your number. I'm going to call you right quick. Uh, are you free next week? And I was like, well, well probably what, what's going on? And he's like, well, I was just wondering where I could find a country some bitch that ain't worth the shit. And I was like, where are you found And me? now you get to go on a fucking yeah, retreat. Yeah, he's like, well, we're going to uh, Lake Martin uh, in Alabama there, in Daysville, Alabama. And I thought it was just going to be me and Chad and like maybe four other dudes or well, something. you got like a whole fucking group of really good songwriters. And two of us going to stay in this damn cabin right on the lake. It's all paid for. I think the only thing we had to pay is 50 bucks. And it's just, that's because we have a private chef coming in to fix a seven-course meal like my fat ass needs it. But I'm going to enjoy it. So yeah. I mean, you look like the type to enjoy it. I uh, will enjoy <laughs> it. And then I'm going to go overflow the hot too. tub out there overlooking the lake. And it's Man. just going to be a good time. Me and you look you. like a fucking... <laughs> That's why they didn't invite both of us, which they don't know the hell I am. But uh, me and you sitting in one bubble bath together, or hot tub, bubble bath just got weird. Yeah. But I've been taking, I moved recently. I've been taking a lot of bubble bath. But me, <laughs> me and you in the hot tub at the same time, uh, oh my gosh. Sure. But, uh, not that, but I guess it goes back to what I was saying while ago. You, you are just so fucking likable. It, you are just one of those types that it's either, I really don't like that son of a bitch, yeah. which I get a lot. <laughs> and just everyone loves you, man. And that's why you're going to end up being with the stuff that you write. Somebody is going to, if they don't make you a big artist one day, you're going to be a songwriter that is remembered. Like Dean Dillon or someone like that. People don't even know who Dean is. Yeah, and but the, the, that's really what I want to be. I don't really care to be an artist. Um, I like playing. I always said if I was going to be an artist, I need two bar stools, one for my ass and one for my fifth. And I'm going to make you laugh with my jokes in between making you cry with my sad country songs. Cause that's just oh, my gosh. Like. But the sad country songs... <laughs> Sad country songs make me happy, man. There ain't nothing better than Earl Thomas, Conley, oh my God. George Strait, Keith Whitley. That's, that's You're, what I You want. have fucked me so bad on Keith Whitley. <laughs> because I used to... I, I was a normie. I'm going to call me a normie when it comes to some old country music. I knew... I thought I knew a lot. I thought I knew a lot. Then I got around you. And you <laughs> showed me the side of Merle Haggard that I didn't know. And then you yeah. si showed me the side... Of Keith Whitley that I didn't know. Yeah. And now every time I get drunk and there's a girl around, 
I run them With all. So, oh God! Way. I know. It. Me and you uh, have done it at my house. Yes, we have done it at my times, house, sir. Uh, <laughs> but dude, I'm telling you, you, you are you are destined for it. You won't just have one great song. It says you have to find the right people, and you are finding it right well, now. The thing that's is, what's so great. Well, that's why I'm so fortunate because I've I've not just writing songs by myself. I've written quite a few songs by myself. Good Actually, ass my songs. First about. EP was by myself, but I didn't even know you were supposed to write songs with other people until I moved to Nashville. And I just I've gotten I don't know if it's luck or good juju. I don't know what it is, but it's I, talent. I, but you don't. Get there just by talent. You've got to get out and meet these people. But I met them, and they're just great people. And and I've just been lucky enough to write and have them on my side with this whole thing. Like I said, Blue Foley is amazing. He's just a great guy. He's got the biggest heart. So I was having my first publishing meeting. I can't really go into that a lot, but um, I had my first publishing meeting. And the day before it, the night before it, Blue stayed with me till like 1 a.m. just sitting in my car listening to every song I had and told me how to present the song. Told me exactly what I needed to do. Helped me pick which songs to present. And I mean, for somebody that's literally Grammy nominated 2019, Grammy nominated this year in 2020, uh, CMA award nomination. Full bomb badass. Yeah, and actually he's, he's coming down here to play at Frank's with us. I mean, we've got this great You realize, though, guy, you realize you know? <laughs> that before y'all go there, you have to get him to stop here. And the three of us are going to have to do a podcast. So I hadn't actually talked to you about this yet. Okay. <laughs> so This is where he tells me no, and all y'all get to hear it. No, no, we're going to do it. But I have you another podcast. So my great, great other brother, Jeff Ham, one of my best friends in Nashville, He's not into music. He actually sells computer software. I don't know anything Is that the one with the fat-ass house? Yes, he has a Oh, house. God, he's got a fat-ass he house. He does have a fat-ass house. But, so anyways, he is flying in. He hadn't been here yet. We've been friends for like three years. He's never been down here to South Georgia. And he's never had Mater Gravy. And I was like, well, Mater gotta, Gravy? Yeah, my dad gets the shit out of Mater Gravy. I know Mater. what you're talking about. Anyways, we call it Mater Gravy. Anyways, but... So I was like, dude, you got to come down. I was like, we're doing this show. He wanted to make it last year, but he couldn't. So he's actually going to be in Oklahoma. He's flying all the way from Oklahoma, flying into Atlanta. So I'm going to get him Friday morning. We're coming here. I want him to do a podcast with you. Then we're going to the show that night. Then we're going to our show. Then he's flying out of Savannah. But I want him to be on your podcast because he was a liberal up until this year. He was actually a Democrat. Yes. Voter, and he's now changed his political views just because it doesn't line up with his his moral thing. And I know somebody asked you a while ago on TikTok Live or whatever, what yeah. what makes people think Trump is more American? And it was the question was, what do you why do you think voting for Trump makes you more patriotic? Well, and and my answer, you know, I was thinking to myself because I'm I'm a Trump supporter, of course. And like you said, I want whoever is in charge. They need to do a damn good job because this country needs to do good. Me and you are both realists, though, because yeah. like the thing is, if Biden, he's not going to last four years, he's going to die, but if he was, and he made your life, your daddy's life, your yeah. business's life better, and mine too, are we not going to wear Biden shirts in four years? That's fine. That's fine. 
I still don't think my morals support the same thing. No, no, I agree with you. But let me let me get to the point that I was making is the reason that I think Trump is more American is because it's the left side that was burning American flags. You know, it's the left side that was that was doing all this shit that was anti-American. We need to take care of people that aren't even supposed to be in this country and things like that. That's un-American. It just is because of the fact all the other people that came here the right way and busted their ass. It's kind of like if you get rich from working hard versus somebody that inherited getting rich. It's kind of the same thing. It's kind of like a spit in the face of those people that, that, you know, worked their ass off to get here legally and went through the right channels for the other people. Just say, oh, well, y'all come on in. Fuck those other people that had to pay however many thousands of dollars and worked years and well, years to get their citizenship. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why, and obviously tell me wrong if I'm with this. No, you're fine. The reason why me and you both believe that, though, with the illegals and the stuff like that, your daddy's a contractor. My daddy does drywall for a living, owns his own drywall business. Yeah. We have seen what it is like for people who come into this country that do not pay taxes, that can cut throats on properties or whatever de- development contracts or whatever, and take money out of your daddy's pocket, a food off your table, and food off my daddy's table. Like, we've seen it firsthand. A lot of these people don't understand. There's like, oh, just let whoever the fuck in who you're going to let in. They don't understand what some of these folks do. I am all for anybody coming to this country that does it the right way. I am too, but love the damn place that you're yes, in. Yes, don't, don't abuse it. Don't come here and fucking burn our flag and yes. spit in our face and say, fuck America. And then, make it's not the even just that. Want. It ain't I even mean, just that. It's they do that. And then they profit off of Americans. Well, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what's such bullshit. If you love it, then love it. But there's a lot of people here that are from other countries that do love this country. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What's the the fella's name? What's the fella's name that you introduced me to that I thought the world of? That lives, uh, he was it called a cotton patch or whatever down where you live? Ron Patel. Super cool fucking guy. He's obviously not American. No, he's Indian. He's, Indian. He's, he's, he's friggin'. So he is. Uh, he lives down in South Georgia in Hazelhurst, where I'm from. But whenever I, I was a drummer in a band for five years, a band Hat called Hat Steel. Yep. And uh, the thing is, Ron gave us a place. He built a paradise, literally a paradise. I'm talking about dug out this huge pond, put fountains coming out of it with lights in the bottom of the pond. It's, it looks more like a lake. And uh, just built all these bridges going to separate islands and put a stage up there. He had John Anderson, uh, just just huge. The Lax played there a lot. My band played there a lot. But he tried to give people in her something to do, you know. Besides, you know, just go to Craigslist, just go to France, <laughs> just you know, just sit there and rot. Basically, he tried to you know make something. And uh, you know, I'm not saying that that he's he's perfect because none of us are. But at least Absolutely he tried not. to do something. So it's just not that we. Don't love and appreciate people from other countries at all or anything like that. No, no. It's it, but with us, we're realist. We want to be around people that help our community, that help our states, that help our country. Ron did so many fundraisers, things to give to the community. He really did. Um, so, like I said, we just we appreciate people like that. We yeah, that's, that's what, when folks get mad at me and you, and I, they, pro- they might get mad at me more than I get mad at you because well, I'm... I don't, you, know about that. I don't know. We we both. I've seen some of the shit you posted. That's why 
That's why we love one another the yeah. way that we do. Well, my daddy told me there's two types of people in this world. You're either an asset or liability, and we got enough damn liabilities. So Ooh. we need you to step up. Shit, that's, that's good. that's good. That's kind of how I was raised, you know? Well, it's me and you want better for ourselves. Like, and but We want better for it, everybody. It, it is, but we want to earn what's better for ourselves. Well, well, we don't want we it to be should. given. It, you're right. Yeah, everybody should. But there's a lot of people out there, especially in the mindset that it is with, you know, I'm not even going to call it Biden supporters. I'm just going to call it the left. Because I think that there's even Biden supporters, there's nothing wrong with them. I think that everybody's passionate about what they're passionate about. But me and you are so cool with, you know what, if we got to go work, like you, you're here tonight and you know you got to go to a retreat, you've been working your ass off all week, you're working for what you want in this life. I'm at 930 at night or whatever, I'm working. Like, we're working for what we want. There's a lot of people that are bitching and moaning right now that want handouts. They want it to be given to them. Well, again, like my daddy said, you can make money or you can make excuses, but you can't make both. You're right. And that, that's the truth. And what? And honestly, on the whole, you know, it, it's weird to me to get on, on subjects like race and things like that. But, but my my outlook on that is we had one school where I grew up in Jeff Davis County. We had one primary, one elementary, one middle school, one high school. And we all had the same exact teachers. And so, I mean, there's, there's black guys I went to school with that are making way more money than I am. And then there's some white people that are, that are you know, in jail. And I think it's, it's more of how we were raised and our, our life choices that we made. You know, but we all had the same education, so I don't think that falls under that. I had uh, those two African-American police officers come in here a couple months ago. What's up, killer? We got Miss Chelsea Blocker just walked in out of nowhere. There ain't no more microphones hooked up, but your pretty ass can sit on the couch. We'll, we'll, we'll fit you in somewhere. Uh, but we had those two African-American police officers that came in here, right? And we talked a whole, we talked for like an hour and a half or whatever. It was real good. And they told, I brought up a meme, because you're the meme king anyway. <laughs> I brought up this meme, and there's this meme that it says it's all about the choices you make. And it is an African-American in an uh, orange suit that's, that's in front of the judge. There's a police officer in his vest and badge and everything. Yeah. Then there's a lawyer. All of them are African-Americans. And the meme says it's all about the path you chose. Exactly. And, and that. It, I do too. And with the people in this world that still want to say that it's not equal opportunity, I understand that there is some shit that maybe it's not, but the reason why they think it isn't is because they haven't went to college yet. They haven't done their tax. I didn't go to college. I didn't either. I didn't go to college. I did for like 10 years. But I pretended for a hot-ass <laughs> minute. But it's until you live in the real world, until you actually have to pay taxes, until you have to follow laws, until you actually have your own business. Uh, even though Ms. Blocker don't have a, a, a microphone in front of her, the three of us have our own business. We know what we have to do now to succeed in this country. We're not making excuses for ourselves. If we fail, we fail because of us. We're not going to blame Biden, Trump, Obama, whoever for us failing. It's on us. It's on our worth ethic. And there's a whole lot of people that just don't want to put that on themselves. They want to make excuses, like you said. You either making excuses, you making money. Yeah, and I it, agree. it's just bullshit. Like it, it's just it's just one of those things that uh, 
Well, the beautiful thing about this country is if you come here and bust your ass, it don't matter if you're busting your ass getting TikTok followers or busting your ass on a roof somewhere nailing shingles, you can make money if you're willing to work. That's what's awesome about this country. Because it's willing to work. Well, exactly. I mean, what? Yeah. The exactly. liberals and the Democrats are these these fucking whatever you want to call them now. Do they forget what our country is founded off of? It's off of immigrants. Well, most of them weren't brought from. I don't think maybe people that contributed to what it was. You know what I mean? No, they were not. I'm just it, saying. I'm just saying it. If, if I'm just saying if if your mom sat on her ass her whole life and you've heard her wait on a damn check to get in the mail every month. What are you supposed to do? I Why made, would you go? You know what I mean? No, I mean, you're right. But what they don't realize, uh, and I say they, I'm not talking about a, a certain race. I'm talking about a group of people. I believe in good people and bad people. But, That's the only two people I find. Okay, but look at it like this. People want to say that uh, that slavery is over, right? Okay. Physical slavery might be over, but mental slavery is not. Think about it like this, Lee. Joe Biden is one of the ones who wanted to create the crack bill and everything back in the 80s, the drug bills and all these hard laws, right? You take the father out of the household. When you take the father out of the household of that family, who becomes the father? The government because you're living off government assistance. So since the early 80s, we have had families that have all they have ever known because the father was not in home because of simple drug charges, their father was locked up for 20 years. Yeah. They, he was no longer there. The government took place. They took the place of the father in the household. So then it created the next two generations of people depending off of government assistance. They created votes. They made it to where, you know what? If I vote for Trump, he's going to take away my government assistance. That's taking away my father, metaphorically. So, they have made it to where now there's people that's like, oh, if I vote for Trump, I'm literally saying, fuck my dad. Fuck the people that have took care of me. They have mentally enslaved so many people and they just don't even know it. That I mean, that's where it comes from. Joe Biden and all the Democrats and the liberals have just brainwashed so many people into voting for them. And realize they don't even they don't even know why they're voting for Biden anymore. They just know they don't want to vote for Trump. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is whatever the government gives you is what they can take away from you. That's that's the scary thing. If they're paying for your health care, if they're paying for your housing, if they're paying for your food, that's exactly what they can take away from you. And, you know. And and the thing is, is it, it's weird. Okay, so I was dating this girl. This has been probably eleven or twelve years ago. I was dating a girl. She moved here with me from Oregon. And, um, How she, you lived in Oregon is still mind blowing. It was it was a good time. <laughs> I had a good time. So um, so yeah, lived on the coast in Oregon. So anyways, I brought this girl back here with me. I got a job. She got a job. She was gonna try to go to school, but she was gonna try to get an apartment through Section Eight or government housing or whatever till she graduated. She went to apply, and the thing is, they wouldn't let her go to school and give her government assistance. What does that say? That says we want you to say stupid so you can't support yourself. Absolutely. You have to rely on us. And so that makes no sense to me. Help people. I'm all about welfare, whatever the case is. I am too. Help people that need it that are willing to help themselves. Explain to me how we have farmers that have fed communities for generations 
that are losing their farms now cannot get any government assistance. But you have families that have lived off of government assistance for 20 years that just keep pushing it forward and telling their kids, hey, just have more kids and live off our government. They get all the help they want, but when you actually have families that need the assistance, cannot get it. I had a guy today, you know, I told you that um, that I own an insurance business and I do Medicare plans um, to help seniors, basically. But if you become disabled, you get Medicare disability. So Medicare is an 80-20 co-insurance. Medicare only pays 80% of the bill, which leaves you 20% to pay. This guy, um, he called me today. He's getting billed, so he's got some rare form of, uh, of cancer, it turns out. So he's already went through his radiation, chemo, all that stuff, and now every two weeks he has to go get injections, and up front, besides his insurance, he even has another insurance. He's still having to pay $500 every two weeks. I mean, apparently he was doing good because he said he's drawing around thirty-two dollars or $3,400 a month. But, I mean, can you imagine? And he's only 53 now. So, I mean, can you imagine busting your ass and all of a sudden something like this happens you know, you had to be working your ass off. You're drawing thirty-four hundred dollars a month disability. You know, that's a lot. Most people living off, you know, twelve hundred yeah. or so, if that. So, you know, he was doing good, but now all of a sudden, he's got to literally give a third of his check. And and the thing is, there's nothing else because he's he's not old enough to actually get a supplement because you can't get a supplement. Can you even get Social Security at that age? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's Social Security. It's disability. Oh, disability. Now. So he got his Medicare because of that. But it's just sad to see somebody that's busted their ass their whole life and then they, they get some terminal illness like cancer and there's nothing else we can do for them. You know, and he can't go to work and make more money. It's not like he can get off his ass. Well, so I don't understand why, you know, we can't do something the, to help those people that's helped themselves their whole life and had a misfortune. It's the it's the know? old mule in the in the field. It, that's what it is. Is when that old mule cannot pull the plow anymore. That mule might be loved by the family. It's always helped out. So you give it a little bit. You give it just enough hay, just enough water to stay alive. Yeah. But you don't give it a good life. And that is what our government has, has done with government assistance. It has put so much on those that are just t- abusing the system, but then it overlooks those who have literally built your program. Those mules in that field have plowed and worked their ass off to where that farmer, and in, and I, in this analogy, that farmer is the government, yeah. to where that farmer has all it has off the labor of that mule. There should be a mule mansion for that Yes, mule. There, there damn should be. You, you know? I mean, it's the same thing with Social Security, you know. Um, I mean, all the people have paid into Social Security for years and years, and they're just drawing a little bit. You know, like I said, a lot of them are living off twelve or 1400 a month, and then you got a 23-year-old with three kids that's drawing that much just for, you Man, know, food. Me and Gracie, you know, me and Gracie fair. last week before Thanksgiving, we went to M&T's meet. Shout out to Mr. Phil and all y'all down at I remember, M&T's I meet. I remember seeing you post about this. Yeah. I had a family that was in front of us. Now, I caught a lot of shit because I posted it on Snapchat because like, oh, you don't know this family situation or whatever. And I said, no, you could see the family. You could see how they were dressed. You could see how the family were acting. It was not. It was not African Americans. It was. It was Caucasian folks, yeah. and the way that they acted was so uncalled for. And me and Gracie got everything we wanted. 
And I, I mean, there was no problem with what we wanted, but it was the family behind us. There was a family behind us, and it looked like this. Old, and he might not have been a farmer. He was an older gentleman and his wife. They were complaining about how they could not buy everything that they wanted because they just the fixed income that they had. They couldn't do it. But you had this family in front of us that were clearly like, oh, fuck the government. We, we can get whatever we want. And you heard one of them on the phone. Excuse me. You heard one of them on the phone talking about, you know what? Hey, if we don't eat this, we can sell it for double what we got in. That's <laughs> what pissed me off. That's yeah. what made me mad is you got what you got in this the, the best meat market in fucking all of this is the best all meat market in the world. What? I love M&T. They pay with EBT. I knew. Yeah, they pay with EBT. You had this family that legit was sitting there bragging about it and saying, hey, you know what? If we don't cook all this shit, somebody around us is going to want a turkey. We fucking got it for free. We'll sell them this turkey for $30. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. I believe in EBT. I believe in people, you know, getting... If you need it, you need it. But don't abuse the fucking system. I I agree. What's sad to me, like I said, I work with old folks and love them to death. We both love Andy Griffith. We both like grits. (laughs) It's just it works. I get along great with old folks. We like to bitch about youngins and such. But but a lot of them, you learn... So the ones that are only drawing even $700 a month, uh, you know, a lot of them live in government housing. They have uh, Medicaid... But they're only getting like $16 a month food stamps. What's that, a loaf of bread, a gallon of milk? They're getting how much? Literally like $12 to $16 a month in in EBT or food stamps. My my granddaddy. they put all that damn money that's in Social Security. They're the ones that work their ass off and put it there. That's my issue with it. My granddaddy, uh, my granddaddy Terry, uh, Dennis Terry, he helped me get my first big boy purchase. He helped me buy a 2016 Toyota Tundra. Credit wasn't good yet. I didn't have a lot under my name. We had a lot of fun in that. Oh, boy, we had a lot. It's still sitting outside waiting for somebody to buy it. Um, but he is he has worked his ass off. He is 70-something years off. I think he's 78. He was born in 41. My math isn't good, so maybe he's whatever it is. But he was born in 41. And he has worked his ass off his entire life. He's paid taxes. But because he made X amount being a contractor, now that he's unable to work, he's on a fixed income. And it's just like, how do you have someone that has gave so much, that has helped so much, and now they can't get shit, dude? Like, it, it, it blows my mind. But you have families and you have generations of people that we're taught, you know what, let's have another youngin'. That's just another paycheck. Well, it goes back to that entitlement thing. Like, you know, gimme, gimme, gimme. Where's the old people? What's funny is I talk to the older folks that have, they literally get $16 a month and they're thankful. Boy, they're that, just ugh. thankful for that. They're like, well, they ain't giving me much. I wish they did. They keep taking it away. You know? It ain't much, it but all, it's honest. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But, but bless them. I love them to death. And, you know, it's just funny to see how. They can make $16 stretch with ramen noodles and bread and peanut butter and milk. They grew up in and a different generation. They though. did. And they're, they, thankful. they're thankful. They know the value of a dollar. Get. They do. They do. But then you got these folks now, like, we've all heard the stories of people f- selling their food stamps and oh, yeah. all that type oh, of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's you, the government has literally made, and you said the right word a while ago when you said entitled. 
the past 20 to 30 years, me and you were both 80 babies. Yeah. Once 1990 hit, you started having participation trophies. You started having no child left behind. You started having this, let's all go to college instead of tech school. Like, I even grew up to where I thought if I went to tech school instead of college, that I was somehow lesser. And it was where, it was. It, I feel like it was all a scam. I feel like it was all leading towards the social media generation that we have now. And it is just garbage, man, because nobody knows the value of working hard. Unless it's somebody like you, me, or somebody who has worked for their family and actually had to work for a living at a young age. Then you think everything's handed to you. I was fortunate, man. My dad has busted his ass my whole life. He's just a great guy, great period. He's my hero. He really is. But, you know, whenever I turned 16, he could have went and bought me. He even told me, he's like, I could go buy you a new truck and give you a credit card. You'll be dead in a damn year. Instead, he's like, he's like, and he always told me, you can drink, get on that damn road. You ain't done calling me. That's, why, call we, that's me. why we were raised you know? a whole lot the same, right, brother. That's right. He's like, if you work and you can buy your beer and you can go do whatever, that's fine. But if you damn end up getting a DUI, don't call my ass. Because all I'm going to do, he's like, you ain't going to want me to get a hold of you. I know. <laughs> like, uh, I, I got one when I was 18 years old leaving Whiskey River. And my dad, when I called them, my mom had to come get me. But they would not let you go unless you'd been in like six hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like six hours. I froze my ass off for six hours in the Bibb County Jail. I'm talking about cold as fuck. Scared. Scared. Because I promise you, my Caucasian ass, I just left Whiskey River. You know, I got my boots, my jeans on, whatever. Oh, yeah. I go in there. Fresh country boy. Oh, fresh. yeah. They, boy, I'm telling you. I've, there ain't been many times in my life I was scared. Bro, I was scared. Like, I thought somebody was taking my cookie, not giving it back. But it was where my mom and daddy proved a point that night. They told me if I was to ever get one again, not to call them. Now, have I drunk and drove after that? Maybe. But there was probably a designated driver sitting next to me that I switched seats with him real fast. Or people like you that love me. In Chelsea and other people, y'all wouldn't let me drive. You'd make yeah. the DD drive. Yeah. And it, it taught me a lesson. Drunk Josh, he likes to drive. I don't Boy, know I don't know why. That son of a I bitch. Don't know why. He also likes to talk to women he ain't supposed to talk to. That son of a bitch has got. That, it don't make a damn if you drink God, or not. God damn, just... I like women. <laughs> the good Lord, he, he gave me a lot of vices, but a damn pretty woman <laughs> might be the biggest one. Hey, before we take another shot of shine, you want to take a piss break? Sure. Let's take a press break. And let hey, Chelsea, you wanna get on this a little bit? Yeah, she said yeah. We're gonna we're gonna see if we can hook a microphone up. If we can't, it'll just be me and Lee. But uh y'all hold on two seconds so we can go pop. And we're back from a potty break. <laughs> oh, and we uh we added Chelsea, just go ahead and say hey just in case you do have hey, to talk. Y'all. Well, it'll be close enough. Nobody gives a shit if you talk or not. But <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you had to put your input in, it's, it's there now. But, Lee, back to what we was uh, kind of going on and everything is, uh, you know what, let's see. We were talking about how people are getting screwed right now with Social Security and insurance and all that stuff. But uh, let's move on to something else just because I just, we, everybody knows how mad folks like you, me, Chelsea, 
Everybody just got some sense. We're just beating a dead horse. Yeah, it is. And that's like with TikTok earlier, man. I had people on there that uh, it got to like like 20,000, whatever, people like going in and out or whatever. And it was just where I realized, and somebody told me this a long time ago, somebody I very much care for in radio, and they had told me that it does not matter what your opinion is, that if you don't think your opinion can be swayed, you can't sway somebody's opinion. And there's people that's going to listen to us, and they are not even going to understand what the hell we're talking about because they don't want to. I know. I see it all the time. It's, and that's fine, too. I, you know, that's why my motto is if you don't feed me or fuck me, you don't affect me. Absolutely. And, and the we're reason, best friends now because right? well, that's my wife motto, too. Well, the reason I say I, I don't mean like literally, but but kind of. It's I like, do. Yeah. What I mean by that is is like if you don't feed me, like you don't you don't listen to my music, you don't support me, you don't support my insurance business. You, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're just some random person off the street, you don't do anything that helps me pay my bills or, or contributes anything to my life. And by fuck me, I mean I don't have to wake up next to you every morning and explain myself and that kind of thing. Then you really don't affect my life. You just have an opinion and it differs and it's fine. It's not going to ruin my day. I got other shit to do. And that's what I mean by saying if you don't feed me or fuck me, you don't affect me. And I just think that's that's kind of... I adopted that about three years ago. I think I came up with that saying and not, I love it. <laughs> but that's because you're a realist. Like you understand. You... And one reason why uh, everybody wanted me and you to just do this podcast, but Chelsea is just as real as we are. So I told her if she wanted to sit in and say some good shit, she could say some good shit. But you know what it's like to be an adult, to provide for yourself, and to live in a world to where Lee has took care of Lee. And you and your father have helped each other out. Chelsea has lived in a world to where she has took care of herself, and her family has helped in some ways. So is mine. But we understand what it's like for the government and for people that have no idea what the fuck they're saying when they're saying, oh, we want Biden or we want whatever. They don't even understand what the fuck they're saying. Well, well, I'd like to say for everybody that screams Medicare for all, since I am literally a Medicare specialist, um, (laughs) people that scream Medicare for all, I don't know if they understand there's there's two parts of Medicare that is is the basic part that's actually through Social Security. So with that being said, your Part A comes because you worked 40 quarters, which is 40 tax quarters, which equals 10 years of paying in to Social Security. That's how you get your Medicare Part A. And your Medicare Part B comes because it's $144 a month that you pay for your Part B. So if everybody wants Medicare, I'm all for it. Go pay taxes you know, for 10 years, and then you pay $144 a month. And sure, get Medicare, and then I can sell you a damn supplement or whatever, and that'll make my life a lot easier. Because now I can only sell to people that are on disability or 65 or older. Give me that so, fucking moonshine. Right. <laughs> I want some. Oh, are you sure? It is it's dangerous. banana. It'll hurt you. Was that a real question? Oh, yeah, never mind. I forgot the fuck I was talking to. But anyway, here. I've already outdrank you today. Darling. Oh, yeah, you drank tequila. Hold I, on. I did. Am I, I good looking yet? You're always good looking. Oh, there you go. What about Lee? She's always good looking. Oh, shit. You see that? She's I'm not nice. We have, not I'm telling nice. you, she is if not nice. If he was ugly, I'd tell you. No, I'm telling you, she's fucking dead. You got to pay for chubby bearded gingers. I'm about that. 
Oh, shit. I like a chubby chaser. Oh, I ain't never almost spit out moonshine, but let me tell you, it ain't pleasant. You go ahead, darling. Call me Ginger Claws. <laughs> no, actually, I went to. I think it was it was Priscilla Glock had a. Uh, no, we're gonna call you Medicare Daddy. A Medicare Daddy. <laughs> Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Boy, you better not do that. Some, some old woman finna bust in this bitch and take that. That's my daddy. Priscilla, Priscilla, I went to this Christmas party, and it was also like a Halloween thing. Anyways, they had, they're like, oh, no, no, we got this great Santa Claus outfit you can wear. And at the time, my beard was long like yours. And anyways, I went in there and put this damn Santa Claus outfit on. And they called me Ginger Claws all night. So I bet you look good they, as fuck not doing it. Oh, fuck yeah, I did. Oh, Got man. A full sack. A full sack? <laughs> We're old men. That's all yeah. we got anymore. Listen, We're all balls. <laughs> I told somebody the other night, I had to take pictures for the wedding. And uh, I had, that literally, they had tapered these pants to where the inseam was in my asshole. That's how tight <laughs> these britches were. My thighs were fucking screaming the whole time, and it looked like I was smuggling squirrels. <laughs> and somebody came up to me, and they was like, what the fuck are you packing? I said, darling, listen, I promise you, it is all balls. Do not get excited. Yeah, yeah. There, There's not a lot of pecker behind it. That is balls. <laughs> I promise you, from tip to toe, it is balls. Um, but, Lee, uh, so just some of the things... I know we we've bounced around and everything, but that's one thing that me and you we're not going to do conspiracy theories because that's a whole other show. Oh God, I want to be here for that. You have to I be. We just, did one. we just did one. Like there I was like all night researching different conspiracies. There was four of us in here a few weeks ago, and it was the most insane shit because Lee brought uh, what's it called? What kind of whiskey is that? Screwball. Screwball. He brought butter. screwball peanut butter whiskey, and he brought, what was the thing we mixed it with? The cranberry. Cranberry juice. It tastes like you were taking a shot of peanut, peanut butter, butter and jelly. I was about to say, that probably tastes like a sandwich. Oh, and my I'm, God. And I'm a fat girl on sandwiches. the inside. Like. It was good. Trust me. We sat here, and we got shit canned for two hours. At least. Two hours. We were, we were fucking hamming. And uh, so we won't get in conspiracy and then theories. Then went Neil's house or Neil's. It was somebody's birthday party. I was there five minutes of running around shirtless. And <laughs> well, you, that's some, your own fault. Somebody getting hit in the bathroom. I don't he, know what the hell. Let me tell you, on. he was police that night. There was two individuals fighting in the bathroom. If you know Lee Tucker, then you know he is not one to fight. He is one that he wants to settle. He wants everybody to talk oh, it out like Dr. adults. Field. He he is he he. He has calmed me down many of nights. He's been my protector. And he is one that he wants everybody to chill out. He wants them to act like adults. He is always the adult at the party. Always, wherever we go. He always makes sure that everybody acts accordingly. And there was a male and female. And they were fighting in the bathroom. And I didn't and, know like anybody at this And he party didn't know anybody. Like this <laughs> it's from no, no, the, no, no, no. It was, it was, they I, were... 
I, I missed the first part apparently. I think the girl hit the guy and then the guy. It looked like, she, like won, she won anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, sure. I think she busted his nose. Yeah, and she I fucked think he him just kind of lightly slapped her in the face and I just grabbed him around the neck and she drug him. I was like, come here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make See, that I have my know. own opinion about that, and a lot of people might disagree. No, I think that, especially you would with be, a woman like my size. Oh, you'd if be I rest. was to step up to a man and like, you bet, you better try to I had back, a, or I'm gonna kill you. I had a coach in you high know? school of all places, a baseball coach in high school, and he said something that I will remember the rest of my life. He said, you treat a woman like a woman until she puts herself in a man's position. Exactly. That's what I'm I have saying. never, ever put my hands on a woman. Never, ever. I, I, it's frowned upon in my life for a man to do it. But. There are situations. If your ass that is taller than me, <laughs> that looks like you can throw bows better than me, punches me in the face, you just might, you, I hope you knock me the fuck out. Because I don't want to see what I, I'm going to do because I'm scared. You know what I mean? Even sitting here now across you while you're drinking tequila, I'm scared. <laughs> I mean, that's the, I mean, really, that's how it should be. If a woman, I mean, put yourself in a man's situation, you better be able I'm to glad, back up I'm glad you say that. I'm glad a you man's going to give you. But I think it was a couple. I think it, it was, was, it was, it was a well, couple. Well, my thing is, if, if, and honestly, I'm saying this because I've been there, done that. I was engaged at one time. She would get drunk and abusive and shit and I wasn't brought up to hit a woman you don't do that shit but she don't do that shit and if it gets to that point you just need to walk away you need to find you somebody else yeah. or go beat off or I do whatever the fuck you gotta do I <laughs> seen, don't god damn get in fights with somebody you supposedly love and shit you I seen do Jesus that. one time okay this dude I, I was him, with yeah. no I met him like I'm talking <laughs> about he can't. He descended down from the skies we and he said spoke Jesus to me. not Jesus bitch were you in Oregon? <laughs> he came down and he was like, you fucked up. My ex, big old prison dude, I'm talking about huge, he called me fat and this is why I was still trying to lose weight. And I'm, tell, I'm Lee, tell Lee what he what he said to you because she did a weight loss no, uh, no, podcast with me. Not this one, the one uh, right okay. after him. He okay. called me, he knew I was like, I had done lost like 150 pounds at this point. And she's a, she's a big old girl. I was 400 pounds. And he By the way, I was congratulations. We yeah. were fighting or arguing. We wasn't fighting. And he called me fat. And I had a bamboo cutting board about an inch thick. And before I knew it, when he said fat, I just, I'm talking about full force, like, Ricky flared his ass, like, <laughs> right in the face. You <laughs> <laughs> said Ricky flared. I did. Y'all, when that big old prison motherfucker stood up and he came to my face, I was like, Jesus descended. He was like, You look like a up. big old prison motherfucker, though, though, too, though, just to be real with you. I yeah. I would not. I'd, I'd, if you were walking down this side of the street and I was walking on the same side of the street, it was late at night. I'm, my fat ass going to the other side. She, she could be in Orange is the New Black kind of thing. She, you, she oh would rule. Everybody so good tells that. me that I look like yeah. Ruby Rose. I think like, it's like, is that a, a neck tattoo? I don't know. It's my whole head and it connects to my like neck. Oh damn! I have a I have a yeah. weird fetish with the neck tattoos. I I, I, I I do. It's just like it feels like a target. It is. That's <laughs> what it's for. Um, Bitch, you got to go home. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like the little good any, band geeks. That's what I, I like. Know, no, 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 Me and Chelsea. a throat tattoo, you better believe if you ain't grabbing it, you ain't talking oh, to that shit. bitch no more. Ever. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> Me and Chelsea have had this conversation before, though. I don't doubt that. It was Drunk like... Drunk on Snapchat, was Probably. <laughs> but I've told her. in person. Yeah, yeah. I think well, I the world of Chelsea. Either. I've even told like people I used to work with at the radio station, I think Chelsea's very attractive, but I think she'd beat the shit out of me. And I'm yeah. one, I'm scared I'd like it. And two, <laughs> I'm scared if I don't do a good job, she gonna beat the fuck out of me more. Probably got a collar <laughs> and a leash, and I can see your fat ass walking on all fours. That's the problem. I don't see yes, my fat no. ass walking on all fours. I'm saying if, if y'all got together, I, I know. see that. No, yes. it would it would be like, sir, you gonna do what you're talking about, like, bitch? <laughs> I am not. And then she be like, and I okay, my bad, ma'am. I can like, see you I ain't, ain't doing that doing shit, man. <laughs> With the what? With that pug. What's a pug? You don't know what a pug looks like? Uh, uh, your porn's different like, than mine. I don't know what a pug a, is. Like a pug, a dog. Like when I oh, you're talking about a dog. The one that looks like it ran into a brick wall? No, no, no. I I got a feeling if I ever woke up next to you, I'd feel like I ran into a brick wall. So I, that's probably about right. Pug. Extremely attractive woman, by the way. Chelsea's extremely attractive woman. But I know you would beat my ass. There's just something about that. I just I know she'd beat my ass. I don't hit people though. No, it ain't about that. Is I feel like when I tried to hit it, you'd hit back and it would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wake up the next morning with no soul, you done ruined my life, took yeah. my credit score, it was over with. Welcome so to my ginger life. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm a little hobbit. She always called me a soul sucker. God <laughs> damn it. Oh, shit. Well, what's up? <laughs> me and Lee are gingers. We have no souls anyway. You can suck all you want, but there's no soul coming out. Yeah. Suck till the soul's gone. <laughs> we done lost that Which long time ago. Which means don't stop. Are you showing me a picture of pug? I know what a fucking pug is. You just said literally. I thought you meant a sexual reference. No, I meant you would literally look like a fucking pug <laughs> dog on, on that damn leash if she was walking you around. A bearded Be like, man, what are you doing with that I, I get what you're saying now. Oh, there you Fucking go. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize. It's even more funny that you didn't goddamn understand what I was saying. That's Because you said I was on a leash. Because she, you said it looks like she could whoop your ass, which made me think nah, of, nah, she you could. know, the BDSM dominatrix type shit. That's oh, what you're, I said. A, you're a dominatrix. That's what I'm saying. There's I'm no way you're not. A, not at all. Really? Really? Not at all. I'm so submissive. Oh, oh, shit. Like, I love to do what I'm told. If I had Especially a fucking, during uh, sex. If I had a step stool, darling, would you be in trouble? <laughs> I Everybody that I've ever been with always assumes that, and then they're like, whoa, what? No, that's literally what I have said about you, too, like some of our mutual friends before. It's like, I'm not fucking with Chelsea, because I promise you, she's going to try to dominate me, and she's like, <laughs> suck my toes, and be like, Fuck you. No. Like, and then I'm going to get punched in the face. Yeah, every, let's go to the bathroom. You got to watch that shit. Every no, man that shit. thinks that. And it's so the opposite. Well, now everybody knows. I just knows. like pain. That's why I'm so chatted up. Like, I thoroughly Let me it. tell you. I'm getting my sleeve done. And I got, like, half my chest. or my All this done. I got my nipples tattooed. God damn it. Hold on. <laughs> This is not what we reveal <laughs> right now. I mean, we can, but hold on. My bad. No, no, can we give a fine. shout out? Can we give a shout out to my buddy Stephen Paul right here? Oh, it's uh, yeah, and yeah. Dustin Heron right Tell him. It's uh, tell him where to go find chest. this. Off my chest. It's a very good song. You turned me on to it. Off my chest by Stephen Paul. Louisiana boy. He's a boy. I like his shit. Wrote it with Dustin Heron. I did not realize Chelsea and Lee until I started getting this piece that comes down on my chest. And comes up like it's a half sleeve. What a bitch I was. I guess because it's been so long since I got a tattoo. 
I done got old, I done got sensitive. And he asked me, he's like, hey, on your chest piece, on your pec, do you want me to cover the nipple? And I was like, what well, looks more badass? And he's like, definitely cover the fucking nipple mm-hmm. up. And he was like, but it's going to hurt like a bitch. And I was like, <laughs> how bad are we talking here? And he's like, I'm going to show you. I'm not going to put any ink on this needle, but I'm going to touch your nipple with it. And I was like, all right, let's do this shit. Because I'll go and tell you this. I want it to look like The Rock. The Rock has the pet tattoo yeah. in the half sleeve and his nipples tattooed. And I was like, fuck yeah, Dwayne can do it. Yeah, I yeah, can do it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> He touched my nipple and I figured out that that motherfucker might be The Rock, but I'm like gravel. You're the pebble. Well, like, I'm the pebble. Well, let me tell you how this I, I can't idea it. for my nipple tats came about. You, you have yeah. both of them tattooed. Yeah, and they match. What are they? Mandalas. They're what? Mandalas. What are mandalas? Like these things on my hands. They're all, they all are unique. In okay. Their own way. Like they're all custom, I guess, to the artist you use. The whole nipple. Yeah, like the whole center of my What about tip. like the, the little thingy, on the, the nipple no, like nipple? My actu- like it goes on to my nipple, but my actual nipple nipple isn't tattooed because I have nipple rings. Okay. Well, guys, I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, keep going, going on. How it came about is my tattoo artist, like, we became friends, like, over all these years, and then his wife hated me at first, but then we became friends, so I was like, let's try a nipple tattoo. I was like, you draw whatever you want, get it tattooed on my nipple. So she's holding my nipple, my boob, like this, while her husband is, like, tattooing my nipple, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, let's do both of them. (laughs) What, you went into it thinking you were only going to do one nipple? Yeah. Because, like, what, this arm like, is what, almost complete, so I was going to just wrap it, like, with some flowers and connect it down to my nipple, you know? Yeah. And then once once he started, I kind of liked it, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Do both. I couldn't do shit for you. I'm just sitting over here in pain thinking about that. And like, do you, have a, you don't have a tattoo. Fuck no. I that's why I got my palm tattooed, because that's supposed <laughs> to be the most painful spot on your body to get tattooed, because that's how it has all your nerve endings. I don't like flu shots. I did not realize. I, I, do I did not realize what a bitch I was. I thought I was tough. Whenever they took the needle that does the line art work, and it did to my sternum, and then it did my collarbone. He did not tell me how bad it was going to hurt. He told me that the nipple was going to hurt and to do it above my nipple. So I was like, okay, I'll do it above my nipple because I was really not doing that. When that fucking <laughs> needle got into my sternum. Try to do your skull. You have your skull tattooed? Yeah. Holy fuck. No, That's damn, shit. That's why I shaved shit. my head so I, can get it ta- so I could get it tattooed. That's why I wear wigs. Now. I feel, do you wear a wig? Yeah, this is a wig. That's a wig. Yeah, I just am really good at doing hair. <laughs> well, you know what not to pull. Fucking trickery. You can pull it. It's not going anywhere. Well. That's well. how you know you're real good. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Scratch that. Oh. But if I ever get On this episode of Fetishes. And my wig flies and I snatch my wig off, just put me in the car. Take me on. It's time to go. Oh, no. I'm <laughs> the same way. way. I, I'm not. Like, bitch, hold my wig. I'm, oh. I'm definitely not going to say what, uh, what the fuck is this? Yeah, uh, I don't know. People are messaging me. Josh is uh, checking messages. I am because I think I, I feel like I'm supposed to check something. Um, no, like this past weekend, I will not say it. Please don't say what wedding it was. I got shit faced at a wedding. I already, I seen the pictures. I know, I know. But 
I took off my shirt because I was ready to fight. Because of some people. I'm the same way you are with your wig. If my shirt comes off and you see my fat and all its glory, and I'm crying, see, I squalled like a baby see, for two hours. See, that's the thing about me. Like I'm really, I'm really not a fighter. Like, no, I, you seem like I the, did get in a fight a few weeks, but I let my friend hit punch me in the face seven times before I retaliated. Like I'm that type of person. Like I'm, I will let you. I'm gonna say it again. I couldn't do shit for you. You took seven shots in the face. Yeah, she blacked mine and everything, but then I really fucked her up on accident. She had to close her business down for two weeks. Holy fuck. But I told Sounds her. Sounds like she was asking like, for that. I, but she's that type of girl. You know them type of girls that get real drunk and then want to fight anybody? That's... And she's my friend. You I know got what I'm saying? So friends. Shut I, up, Lee. I really <laughs> I didn't. We won't do that at Crazy Bull and chase on it in the damn parking lot. I, I, I did not want to hit her. I got to do better. I did not want to hit her. But I, talk, I grabbed her by the hand. I was like, we're friends. We're not going to do this. Like, I will fuck you up if I hit you. Chelsea, you would fuck <laughs> me and Lee up if you hit us. And I had to. I just didn't have a choice. I wouldn't fight her. I'm good, too. I got shit to do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't close down Raising Grace Studios for two shit. weeks. No, uh, You'd be hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry now. Goddamn. Uh, but, no. Um, no, you're not one to fuck with. I don't know how we got on that subject. I but, don't either. Every time I come here, it's just like, we go from one extreme to the other. Well, when you come here, that's the thing about me. Is Lee has a business, you have a business, I have a business. I want people to know who we are. So, like, even though this podcast tonight started off me and Lee, you came, of course, I'm going to want you to be a part of it because you were so good the first time. It's where people have to know who you are to do business with you. Lee is exceptional, and so are you, about being who you are. What? Did you see my announcement on Facebook? What announcement? I'm actually the first person in middle Georgia to be doing permanent tattoo makeup. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't need it, but, you know, it's good for you. Yeah, like, it's not like face makeup. Like, you know, chicks get their eyebrows tattooed. Not, It's not like microblading. And then the I think one of my one lips. of my friends does the microblading. Yeah. This does, is they, like, does Darby do that? Uh-huh. I like Darby yeah. bunches. She's good at it, but I do the, it's called powder brow. It's done with a tattoo gun. I do that, eyeliner, and lipstick. That's cool. Yeah. Is it going to be a problem if, like, the, you know, used to, like, in the, in the early 2000s, it was cool for chicks to have, like, the real thin eyebrows. Oh, no. And now they're thick. Yeah, but see, I'm, that's. No, but what I'm saying is, what if the trend changes, changes in 10 years? That's what I've always been concerned with. you're still with big-ass eyebrows tattooed well, on, and you can't. See, when you do, like, tattooed makeup, it's not the same as a tattoo ink. So it does fade. Oh, it oh, does? Okay. Yeah, okay. It does I, didn't, I didn't know that. So I it's not it. like going to last you till you die. Oh, okay. So if it does change and you need your shape yeah. tweaked or whatever, you can. That's just my out on getting a tattoo is because I can't think of anything every, that I can't put on a t-shirt and take off. Every time. I know. See, I, I, I just learned. I just learned because with the, the sleeve and everything that I'm getting right now, I have about three tattoos that were for girls. That I dated when I was 18 to 21. I got get drunk and laugh tattooed on me in Chinese. <laughs> well, you fucked up worse than I did. 
I just that I just, sounds like something I would want. No, it's, it's <laughs> funny. I mean, I really do. I can see I can see me and you getting drunk and fucking me like sesame chicken dude, order one. And tell me, I'm all, I'm yeah, but that's our order, bro. Dude, I'm and already tell me got that my don't look like kind of like a little mini keg, and that means get drunk. That means get drunk. Yeah, mm. and this one means life. God, no, no, you're. I was drunk. But baby, we all have been. Well, Lee hasn't. Lee has never been so fucked up. He's like, you know what's a good decision? Let's we go get something that's permanent. Me and you yeah. have both been like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I, I try not to. Do I got a nautical star for a girl when I was 18 years old in Panama, like a fucking idiot. And I just now, with everything I'm getting covered up right now. They were cool back then. Nautical Star. Oh, no, no. Nautical Star is the biggest tool tattoo ever. It was. But I don't look like a tool. But I don't even know what it fucking means. And I have one on my hip. I still to this day don't know what it means. I just knew that I really liked this girl and she liked Nautical Star tattoos. She's like, I'm going to get one on my bicep because I'm 18. And then she broke up with me. And it was like, God damn, I got to find a bitch that likes Nautical Stars now. Does anybody even know what they mean? I don't know what that means. They're just, they're for navigation. I have yeah. one on my hip that says love down the middle of Y'all it. Y'all don't know. Yours is, you need to cover that up my Why? face. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, and here we go. There, no, it, it, na- nautical stars are <laughs> for navigation purposes. Well, it's a good place. I don't know. I don't know. You got it, you got it close to the, the, the hole there, so, you know, <laughs> you could have had it in worse places. I reckon that moonshine. Is uh, it's all bad. I told you to be careful. No, no, I'm careful. It's it's 32 ounce mason jar and 20 ounces of this is actual. Alcohol. I'm just glad it's that fabulous. Yeah, no, it is, it is I just very made good. up this recipe I'm, today. I'm like, and I love to, liquor. Yeah, like, I'm, I drink I'm my not liquor a fan. straight though. Oh yeah, I usually do too. <laughs> well, I say I put a dash of I something was in it. to challenge him on Facebook. Okay, no, no, I saw what you were fucking doing, no, and I didn't. I wanted no part. She's like, I'm gonna get him drunk. Come take advantage of me. So bad, like. <laughs> oh no, no, trust me. If she wanted to take advantage of me, she's had opportunities for. We I have, think she could hold you down and get it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she could take it. First off, radio. That's <laughs> <laughs> my virginity to some order again. Best chicken <laughs> shit, cut down that chicken <laughs> shit. They held me down on the pitcher's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are rough. For anybody who's listening, <laughs> rape is not funny. I hear, I hear, I hear that four out of five people enjoy gang rape. No. I think it, yeah, it's statistically correct. <laughs> I uh, think it's just a person getting There's right. only one person in the gang yeah. bang that's not having fun. Yeah. 90% of them are having a great time. Oh. There's always that goddamn one, though, you know what I'm saying? Fucking party pooper. Yeah, fucking uh, party pooper. It's not cool to make rape jokes. No, it's not funny. Not at I all. mean, no, it, it's definitely we all not. laughed. Yes. It is. <laughs> shit. I saw this one. Oh, shit, here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to get reamed on social media. I don't give a fuck. It's just memes. This is memes. I don't, I don't condone no, rape. Hey, this. You don't condone it. No, no, no. But, I wouldn't but imagine. There, there's one. If you look up rape sloth. Why the fuck would you look up rape sloth? So there's a, there's a sloth, and it looks like she's whispering in a girl's ear, and all these people come up with these sayings up under it that just is is really bad. But one of them says, "Call the cops, bitch. See who comes first. <laughs> once again, once again, rape not funny. Meme hilarious. 
mean we're not rape condoning. Slaughter. We are not rape. condoning rape. <laughs> no, no, no. Holy shit. I mean, if you got a chick in here laughing, I mean, you're good. Yeah, but you're a Trump's porter, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't count. Joe Biden can say, you know what? You super predators <laughs> yeah. can rape the fuck out of them, <laughs> and all the liberals will be like, fuck you! <laughs> but then we get we get in trouble for making a rape joke. It's not funny. It's not. It's not funny. Is it, is it crazy is how, like, the Simpsons picked on Joe Biden for being a pedophile two years ago? I haven't seen <laughs> did that. Did you see? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't know they, I know they picked on a lot of stuff, but I didn't know they picked on Joe Biden. Oh, or, my God. This has been, like, a topic of my conversation for, like, a year. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> We're family guy and South Park guy. I just can't wait for the new uh, South Park season. They're not? Out. Really? Uh, it is, alright, so South Park, if you look, they've been on since 97, Yeah, something like that, right? Alright, so they usually start in October. They did the pandemic special this year, which was fucking that. hilarious. Hilarious. But they, every year they have declined in episodes. Every year. South Park is one of those, they're like Chappelle... They're like a couple of the things that are untouchable, you would think, because of the stuff they've always put out. Yeah. They've always put out racy yeah. fucking stuff or whatever. <laughs> Trey and Matt Stone, from what I've read, are so scared of losing their artistic ability. Yeah. Due to cancel culture? Due to cancel culture. Figures. They don't want to put nothing out because they don't want to put anything out that is... Pussies. Pussy stuff. That's exactly. Yeah. They don't want to put anything out, and it's not that they don't want to. It's that they know that everything that they've built. I am 33 years old, so that means 20 years of my life. I have well, laughed at Cartman, Stan, Kenny. My best memories as a child is watching South Park with my dad, and then laughing. It's funny my as fuck. I'm so old. I watched Beavis and Butt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Listen, my mom and dad used to get in the biggest fights ever for my dad letting me watch this shit, and we'd be sitting there like but, eating cereal. <laughs> but what they're scared of, and I honestly understand it, is they're scared that everything that they have built because of some liberal. Or somebody that is cancel culture sensitive, sensitive is going to ruin everything that I they have, have built. A, I have a cure for it. What's that? We should hand out free plush teddy bears to all of them that get foot hurt, so they have something to hug. And you got that? To. As long as they got a strap on, I'm with you. Because they're going to need it. And then they can shut the fuck up, go cry in their bed. No, but that's what that's what's like. Everything that we all grew up with that made us us. Our generation was a generation that people was a little bit wilder, were a little bit more edgy. We had Beavis and Butthead starting off, then King of the Hill, and then we oh, had that's my favorite. Oh, King of the Hill. Oh. That is like Oh yeah, we you're in the King of the Hill house now. Like. King of the Hill led to Family Guy. Family Guy and well South Park probably led to Family Guy. But you had all the and Simpson started Speaking it all. Of which, but, you know the Simpsons was born on my baby daddy's birthday, the one that made me lose the weight or started me. Tell tell Lee why I go piss real fast that story real fast. Okay. How about you starting to lose weight? So I was four hundred pounds okay. and me and my children's father was breaking up and he told me, he said, You will never ever get another man because you're so fat you can't even see your own pussy. His exact words. And then I'm going 
he leaves or whatever, I go in there to get in the shower and I'm like standing there naked. You know how you just be checking yourself out. And I'm like, damn, he's right. So I started going to the gym the next day. And now he's married to a real fat girl. So. At least he can see her pussy, maybe. <laughs> see how that works out. So, you know. It's not going to eat itself. Every, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, you know, that back fat ain't hanging over that ass fat no more, you know. The fufa. Yeah. Fufa. No, I had it backwards. Like my back fat used to hang over yeah. my ass. Like that's I think mine still fat, does. You know. I don't know. The older. But to have an ass that big and your back. No, you you have an abnormal ass though. I don't mean it in a bad way. Your ass is just ginormous. I don't know if that's a like word. Well, I got a friend that wears those real high pants. I always tell her she's got a long ass. I know exactly what you're talking about. No, you don't. She's in Nashville. Oh, never mind. She's a Kentucky girl. Well, see, uh, mine's got to go up there because that's where my ass starts. Like, my ass is... Uh, well, I'm not mad about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got the shortest... For me to be so long, I have the shortest torso. Like, oh, I forgot which. No, we're still recording. Who gives a shit? It don't matter. That's what part of podcast is. <laughs> yeah, people are listening and, and they just want to be like, <laughs> yeah, part of how, the conversation. How big's her ass? Yeah, it's, like, it's big, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's. But it's, no, so what I was going to tell you since we we're talking about all that is at midnight, the new season of Big Mouth comes out. No, it doesn't. Yes, tonight. That's what we're I know. Doing. We're doing at twelve. Yeah, and we're gonna be just right. Bitch, <laughs> just I right. Mean, my this ass. Jar. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, Chelsea! If you don't want to drive back home tonight, we got room. Big couch. Don't know. It's and awesome. I sleep in the recliner every time. Do you know how far away I live from here? I don't know, but you, my house, I just moved. No, I'm saying like, I've been driving like 42 minutes. Oh, well. Yeah. But like, I mean, tell, really, tell me, Lee, tell me, after you meeting her for this little bit of time, yeah. one of the things that I've told people over and over again is I don't want to just produce my own show. I want to produce people's shows. That way we have our own channel on Sirius XM Radio, whatever, one day. Yeah. Tell me she does not have fucking just this thing that pops up when you hear her talk and be like, you know what? If Josh produces it or if Lee produces it, you're a badass. So many people have told me she looks like she would have been great on MTV News. Do you remember that back in the yes. day? She would have been like one of those cool the Kennedy chick. Yeah. I loved her. What was the Kurt guy's name? And I was Kurt Loader. Kurt Loader. Kurt Loader. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to watching a documentary that he was in. It was oh, weird. God. I couldn't remember his fucking name. No, you and I told you this off air. Yeah. Last you did. time we did it, I said Chelsea, if because that's what I thought you was calling me for that day. Um, that I didn't call you back, but we won't talk about why because I don't. Yeah, me, me and you, that stuff, I told you, yeah. that ain't nothing just, I ever want to publicize. But And then I texted you back <laughs> 20 weeks later. My bad. <laughs> After you all right, all right. seven we, weeks. We're we doing moonshine shots. Hold on. Here you got Jills. But anyway. Oh, and I, by the way, this is not a dildo on my arm right here. That is an eyeshadow applicator. It's dark in here. I can't see shit anymore. I didn't know what I did. There's something on your arm over there. Most darker than dudes your skin. assume that I have a tiny dildo tattooed on my hand. I'm like, most girls assume I have a tiny dildo tattooed on my pecker too. Oh really? It's really just a pecker, but only smaller. <laughs> it's just the cutest little pecker you ever did saw, though. But um, oh shit, who gives a shit? This will be a funny one. People will like this, but. I have told people over and over again that I'm looking for folks 
that have a unique voice. Lee is unique in Nashville, and the reason why people are reaching out to him to go to riders' conventions and retreats and everything is because he's good at what he does. You don't realize how talented you are at this shit. Hey, but you don't because you haven't been in it. That would be like, I send, I get drunk and I send Lee's stupid ass lyrics all the time. <laughs> I'm talking, he, he knows it. I will get shit faced and I'll be like, I got a good idea. Let me text it to Lee. This would be a song well, that he'd see, write. I know I'm good at like doing my little Facebook thing with like my business or Very whatever. Because people, Very good at it. I mean, it, it goes everywhere. Yeah. But that's just, I, I feel like that's just because I'm good at doing hair. No, no, no. You're, you're <laughs> all right. So well, you got to talk about what you know. You know, yeah. hair. Josh knows politics, yeah, but I religion, hate and whiskey. Talking about doing hair I because this, well. this is what he does. All I do is fix people's fuck ups. No, no. It, but it's not. It's not just that, Chelsea. It's you know. You cannot teach personality. Lee is good at what he does because of his personality. You are very good at your talent with hair and everything, but it's not just because you're good at that, it's because of the personality that comes behind it. I'm good at what I do, also, because of the personality. You cannot teach that shit. And I would love, and I'm just going to call her Queen D. I'm not going to say the name, because I don't want her to get in trouble. I know for a fact, and I've had this image in my head, and you tell me how you see it too. Somebody that me and you both very much love has always been considered the fat girl where they work. Listen, she's getting her eyebrows tattooed for Christmas. She's a bad bitch. But tell me, if you didn't darken her appearance, I'm talking about wearing all black. Leather, black, fucking put her, yes, combat boots. Make her, make her into Queen D, and it'd be the Queen Turn D. Turn her into like a real life queen, superhero bitch. Like, queen, bam, I'm queen here, Queen D in Chelsea. You two having a podcast together is money. I can tell you right now that y'all within six months make more money than you're making now. Some people make literally like a million dollars on their YouTube. You can do hair, makeup tutorials, and shit uh-huh. like that, and people they, they could they could do it, it as they could do it as something that was connected who makes to money it. Money doing hair and makeup tutorials, gaming. They do. Gay men make the most money. In I'm going to say something very gay right now, too. TikTok. TikTok has not made me question my sexuality, but it has made but me start checking IDs. It will make, TikTok will make me start asking but, you before I take you home. Be like, sir, ma'am, I need to see your ID because you have tricked me. Of it. Men make Dude, I'm telling you, it has fucked me up. I've been like, damn, that bitch is hot. And then all of a sudden, it's oh, that's a dick. Man, <laughs> oh, there's a dick there. Triple easy. Like, What's that guy's name out in California that everybody's so fond of? Which one? Oh, there's multiple. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't... There's like Brad Mondo. There's James Charles. There's Jeffree Star. That guy. There, yeah. There's the See, Jeffrey guy. Yeah. I remember the Jeffrey name. All from YouTube. And they literally. Lee, I'm not telling you. Your income, uh, like your yearly income, they will triple your. I didn't they do this thing as a transition thing. And they'll be like, they'll be looking like straight up me and you. Me and you. And then they do like the face like, and, hot as fuck. and then the next thing you know, you like, if I ran into and, that at a bar, I'm hitting on it. And listen, he's, I mean. <laughs> like, it's he, fucked up. He puts his, I mean, he does a good, I ain't gonna lie, he gets his wigs laid 
and he's tatted What's that up. mean? Like, like you can't tell that it's actually a weed. Oh, like, you, you can't tell it's a weed. That was me a crocodile weed. Dundee. That's and not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah. No, this you remember, is a knife. You remember the girl that was talking to him, and then the guys were like, hey, man, that's a guy. And all of a sudden, <laughs> he reaches under her dress, and he's like, oh, oh, it's a shearer. I, I, <laughs> I have never thought of myself before of getting tricked. I'm going to tell you, these people that I've seen on TikTok, it'll get you. It, I Shit. got tricked. You can't even swipe real fast on Bumble no more. I'm gonna tell you. I got, <laughs> I I got tricked, and I wasn't even though I got stung. Yeah, I wasn't even can't mad swipe at my real quick. Who'd you get? How'd you get tricked? Okay, so I met this guy on Instagram. Did I mean, turn out pretty, to be a girl. Yeah. I mean, like that somehow seems hotter. Yeah, than that's I, way I, better. I mean, than I, mean my it, I mean, I wasn't mad at it, you know. Like, uh, I, wasn't, I mean, I wasn't mad. I was like, damn girl, how'd you get a map? Shit, tell me the secret. Like built like a damn dude. Like she wasn't on my diet. Fucking nuggets and buffalo treats. She tricked my ass. Like had I mean, just looked like a a model. And then it was just like I was like, oh, where's your penis? I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. I ain't even going to question it. Just do what you do, boo. I ain't going to lie to you. I got two things have fucked me up on, well, I say three. It ain't two, it's three. I downloaded TikTok like three or four weeks ago. Just got it. One thing I just found out, I love goth chicks. Did not know I love goth chicks. Goth chicks can steal my soul and ruin my life. Well, I did not know I was attracted to that, but holy fuck am I. I loved them because I was into punk and metal. Uh, the ones on TikTok are fucking insane. This it's just like, even have Facebook. It's just like, I don't give a fuck if you got vampire teeth or not. Like, let's do this shit. Like, suck my blood and everything else. You know what I'm saying? All right. Then the lesbians on TikTok. I have caught myself two or three times and being like, you know what? A sex change don't sound that bad. <laughs> like, I will have a sex change, but I'd be an ugly woman. I know I'd be an ugly woman. And then the third thing is the tr- the Transformers. Optimus- he called him a Transformer! <laughs> <laughs> Optimus Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee and Optimus Fine have fucked up the whole game. Say like Optimus Fine. Optimus yeah. Fine. They have, exactly fu- they have fucked up the whole game. Like, cause when you see them, you're like, "What the fuck did I just see?" Like when they, when they transform, literally, you're like, "And I have nothing against people that want to be different. If that's how you feel like you are, then be who you are. It does not bother me at all. I don't have. If you come on to me and then I find out you got a wiener, I'm gonna be like, you know what? This is not for me. But until but until that happens, I'll be I'll be I'll still be freely with you after person. the fact. You're a good person. I'll be good to you, but even yeah. after the fact about look, I it's as attractive as I find you right now. I, I know what I don't want I can't I can't I'm not I can't take be going this tip to tip. Different. Yeah, I, get, I can't get naked and I'm not gonna down. take this too far. But I'm not gonna name any names. A very well known person that I have been doing their hair and makeup and I get them clothes and everything else is a man. Uh-huh. Would never know. Really? The most finest bitch I ever seen. I she I she she not as one in making. And when she leave or I call her 
him a she. You should call her she. That's, that's what she identifies she as. That's, you know that's what, what she identifies as. But when she gets, when we get done with her, I'm like, damn, I'm kind of gay. No, 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 no. I might be kind of gay. No, I shit you not. There's, <laughs> there, there, there is one in Macon, and she pops up when she wants to pop up. Not a penis joke. But no, sure? <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm positive <laughs> because someone had to tell me one night at a bar. Uh, she goes to the Hummingbird, and oh, that's one of my favorite spots. I don't like all the hipsters, but besides that, it's a very cool place. But she somebody busted a bottle there one time. Yeah, yeah. I like that place. Because <laughs> I blend. No, I think it was Chuck. You know didn't he just pot, there's a very, he there's a very good chance it was Chuck. I think Chuck. he just picked a beer bottle up and threw it right on the floor. This this uh this female she goes to the Hummingbird, and if you did not know, if you did not know who she was, then you'd have no idea. I happened to know because I was drunk and luckily I was with some people that liked me. And they were like, don't do it. Because I was like, damn. And it was like, no. <laughs> Sometimes as a chick, I kind of get a little mad because I'm like, damn. God always gives them the boys the good eyelashes, the good fucking hair. Good paychecks. And, and, and now. Uh, and it was now, all good till you said that. It's the damn truth. <laughs> Damn men. <laughs> and now you're taking the hair and the makeup, every, everything, and you hotter than me. Shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's that. I think there's just this, uh, there's this quality, and I don't know what it is. I don't fucking know. And I'm it's not trying gorgeous, to figure. It's like just no. It's it's confusing. It's maybe it's like confidence you're attracted. To. I don't know what it is. Like I don't know what the it confidence is. or the. I don't know, but it's just. Snatched, and I'm like, damn. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Feel weird walking out of the house in some shirts. I damn sure ain't walking out in a dress. I don't know. I'm I've done fat it. in this dress. I've done, I've done several <laughs> costume contests when I was younger. I ain't doing shit now because I'm a dad. But before Gracie came around, I've won like two costume contests. I dressed up like like naughty. Alice in Wonderland and a naughty referee, but it was funny. Like I did it as comical. Yeah. Well, see, me and my brother have done like those um, where you raise money pageants and stuff. Oh yeah, the like, uh, where we swap the where, reverse. Yeah, yeah. Me and my brother do those a lot, and like it's insane because now since I shaved my head and my hair is only like this long, if I swoop it like this and put a hat on and put his work clothes on, I look just like my brother. If, like if I take the lipstick and you know the make just like my brother weird <laughs> no that sounds that sounds so gory it, his wife even told me she was like please don't ever do that again that's kind of freaking me out well and well, he looks like me like if we put like I don't under, all right so I understand women like women anyway yeah. He, all right, so every woman likes. Yeah, I don't care what you say. I know women that will deny it up and down. But if I was to go look, there's their search history on their phone. It's lesbian. Porn. It's lesbian porn. Yeah, don't nobody want to see no. No, no, dick don't nobody want to see no dick. No, no I don't blame them. I don't want to see no dick. They don't want to suck them. They don't want to look at them. I don't want. What well, there we go? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to see my dick half the time. I just, I just had that little fellow. He likes to pop up every now and then. I and mean, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, every everybody. chick loves ass and titties. Okay. That's the thing. It's like, that's why I understand why women 
like lesbians so much. And it's because y'all are beautiful creatures. The good Lord, oh yeah, let's give me some moonshine. The good Lord knew what he was doing when he created woman. Now, I know that he knows what he's doing when he created man, but I think there was like some couple flaws. He could have made us all about the same length, about the same height, and it would be all right. No, he couldn't have neither. Trust me. Because that would have been just fucked up all around the board. He could. We don't, we don't if the good that. Lord would have gave me a big no. old one, I'm telling you, I'd have, I'd have gave myself a lot of diseases I didn't want to catch. You got the personality. No, we're, we're funny. No, we're I'm funny. To, I'm, I'm yeah. going to tell you the damn truth. What? Okay, I had this dude one time, like, I thought I was about to get some dick, okay? He whipped this thing out, and I was like, the fuck you doing with that? I was like, uh-uh. I called one of my hoe friends. I tagged her ass in. I walked out of my own house. Because said, it was too big or too little? Too big. Oh, what cool then? I was like, <laughs> I said, bitch, you can take that. I'm not getting runt. He ain't fucking my brains. No. Mm-mm. Well, lucky Straight for every on. woman yeah. listening to this, you don't have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, I've never had that. We are. No, I, I've never. And I promise I've you. never had a woman when I took my pants off. They would yeah. be like, oh, no, I'm running. No. They'd be like, no. really? No. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> That's the cutest little pecker I ever yeah. did, so. <laughs> the majority, Come here, buddy. The majority <laughs> of bitches would have done the same thing I did that uh-uh. night. Because I was like, oh, uh-uh. what is that? No, absolutely not. I, well, I just don't understand because you have some women, you have some women that are they are all obsessed with size and the stuff they post on social media. It's like why don't why are they single? Because no guy is gonna hit on you. You just posted something about you wanted some guy to fucking hit your lungs, bitch. I can't. Gonna, I can't. What are they gonna do this? I, I can't do it. I have. Okay. You know? <laughs> like. You, you did not just make a fist and jerk. He did. He said. It's like a five-finger death puncher. Whatever you want to call it. Black and blue remix. Yeah, yeah. Holy Ooh. shit. Mm. Mm. Yep. Oh, shit. Here goes my, my morning shop. Here's Why the, are you want? Why are you whining? I'm not whining oh. yet. That's later. Did, did we? T- did I tell you about the tattoo I made Hobbit get? What did you make when, Hobbit? When get? she became my assistant. Have you met Hobbit? No. I'm okay. very quiet. I, I, of all people that Chelsea's introduced me to, I am very fond. Her name's Hannah, but she calls her Hobbit. I really, really like her. She's extremely sweet. She's cool. I as love shit. her. She's I, she is great. Her. She's a good, great person. I swear to you, if you ever saw Austin Powers. And it was a uh, exactly like it is. It is. It is. It's, it's fucking. What's this? Like Doctor Evil and Mini Me. Yeah. Yeah. She's you know, Doctor Evil. I tried to get her to do that for Halloween. And she uh, she's Mini Me. Like she's oh. four she's nine, four ten. Like she goes to my nipple in heels. Oh no, she's cool. Wow. But she's cool as shit. She, she's a stripper. Yeah. Well, oh. was. She's not a stripper no more. No. She's a lesbian now too, right? I mean, she's always kind of been a little gay, but she still likes to eat. I mean, oh, well, that's like my kind of girl. woman. It's just See, like that, every that's other what bitch. I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm fine. Lie about it. No, no, I like the ones that don't. Yeah. If I'm dating, if I'm dating you though, and you're like, oh, I always want to have a threesome, I'm not going to date you. But if we're just having a good I'm time and we're friends, I'm having a threesome with my man. Like, if see, that's how friends, I feel. That's how like I feel. Like, if we're just fuck friends, oh, we can fuck whoever we, we can want do some to. bad, oh, nasty orgy, shit. Like a the whole tank. Oh yeah, yeah, the whole tank. Yeah, yeah. If, if you my my man, oh, see, I that's how I feel. Would. 
Dude, that's my problem is when I like a woman, if I'm going to sleep with her, it's probably because I actually like you. Yeah, like And that. I can't share you. I got in trouble about I'm this a crazy. couple weeks ago. I'm crazy. Like, I'm a crazy bitch. Like, they, you, mm -mm. I know. Trust me. Trust me. If I was your dick, I'm not trying to share it. You, you won't. I know what will happen. You won't have one I feel, after. Thank you. I feel like you're going to okay. grab it by the root and you're going to twist and, and you're going to pull and it off. And then I'm going to choke the other bitch with it and then I'm going to bury her with it in her throat. I don't think you can choke I don't know. I, just, I think I still just <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> my, my story about my hobbit. Okay. So I call it's her. It's like a, a, a cord or something. <laughs> I call her my hobbit because she's like literally. She's so fucking awesome here. though. I love her to death. Well, when she became like when she became my assistant I was like, okay, if you're Real serious. Let's go get a tattoo. I branded her ass with a lightsaber from Star Wars, <laughs> and I made it. <laughs> it gets better. Okay, it was supposed to be on her bird finger. The tattoo dude. I probably shouldn't say this. So, Hobbit, if you're listening, I'm so fucking sorry, but I'm blasting your business. No, no, she's awesome. She don't care. I, I, I mean, she doesn't say nothing to me anyway. She loves me. She knows I love her. I ain't talking shit. She's scared of me. She ain't scared of me. Listen, I'll tell you another story like this. Well, she wound up fucking the dude that did the tattoos. And he put it on her ring finger. Yeah. <laughs> he branded her ass. That's funny. Okay, so Hobbit is not scared of me because there was this one incident down in Brunswick where... I did get into a fight, and she came up to me, and she was like, wait down here. And she said, get in the car, you big, beautiful bitch. <laughs> no, I'm like, not fucking with you. Yeah. I was like, I said. I'm not hollering at you. I was you. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I but, but, but you don't realize, <laughs> this is like literally Dr. Evil mini-me. Like, she's tiny. She's like, tiny. She's like, and you know what's crazy? We wear the same size clothes. She wears my pants. I wear her pants. Well, I mean, they're shorter on me. Obviously. I, was, I like yeah. capris. Regular length pants are capris on me. Those, like, I, I have to. But you are. But a, but of all women, though, that has been around, you're not. It's not like you're, like, abnormal. But you are literally. You're, you're just a tall. You're Amazon. I'm a six foot tall woman that, like, my legs are 42 inches long. I know. So. I mean, I'm all leg and nobody. <laughs> I know that. Trust me. Nobody. We even did a key sweat. Nobody. <laughs> like that. He brought me a shirt one time, and I told him to bring me a small, and he was like, "That ain't gonna fit. Put it on." No, no. I literally told her he told on the way he, there. I said, "Bitch, I'm not bringing you small. Like it's not gonna fit you." And she's like, "Motherfucker, shut your mouth." And I was like, "Yes, ma'am." And like, she's like, "Small fit." And I got there. Small fit perfectly. It, it's just because I'm so short up here. Like, no, no, it's tiny. Like, but I you get have nothing. You get past that navel, and that got it turns to a navel ship. These measurements. <laughs> these measurements. You say there's ridiculous. a lot of semen down there. <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just going to guess most of that gets left on the tit tattoos and the curtain tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was good. That was the best one. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was great. That was so good. That was so good. We're gonna end it on that one. That is so good. Because we're not gonna we're not gonna beat semen. We're not gonna
Hey, so can't, I mean, sure. how do you beat semen? It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's already beat. I don't know. You tell me later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but before we get off, uh, Chelsea, I want you to tell them the name of your shop and where it's at and how they can get in touch with you. It's Chelsea's Chop Shop, and you can contact me on Facebook or Instagram. My Instagram is Chelsea Block. On Facebook, it's Hair by Chelsea Blocker. I'm not putting my phone number on here. No, don't do that. <laughs> but I'm telling y'all, she's a bad bitch. What she does is extremely good. There's people that I used to work with that thank the world of her. There's people in Dublin that go for miles and miles to see her. She is exceptional at what she does. So if you need your hair done, colored, that's what she's real famous for is the color. Y'all, uh, please reach out to her. And to my brother, I love you. Tell them where they can find you. Tell them the newest shit you've got coming out and where they can download, download it at. Instagram is Lee Tucker Music. And so is Facebook for the music page. Look up Lee Tucker. Also, my Snapchat is Lee Tucker 2983. It's mostly just a bunch of offensive the memes. best memes ever. <laughs> and uh, the newest EP that I've got out with six songs is called Damn Whiskey. It just came out so good. last Wednesday. If you will, go check that out. Um, it's got my first duet ever on there. It's, uh, it's called Thinking About Cheating. It's, it's uh, very Jamie Johnson-ish with a, with a little little feisty four-foot something or another female on there with me. And Anyways, go check it out. It's called Damn Whiskey by Lee Tucker. Well, thank both of y'all. Uh, Chelsea, I know you came in a little late, but usually you came on late. Uh, and Lee, <laughs> thank you <laughs> very much. Uh, you'll be here for most of December. You're going on a writer's retreat this weekend. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're going to do more because that's what people want. They want me and you. Well, we've your name, it. your name, and Dominique Hutchinson, which I, Dominique's I has. Dom's name has been mentioned. As not as much as your name has been in my podcast, but Dom. Oh my God, I'm gonna show it to you. Please tell her the story about you and Dom at Whiskey Shot. I will. Yeah, I will. It was We're at the we, stage. I will when we get off. Oh, here. I heard that story. I will. Uh, uh, we yeah, will. Fa- we'll Facetime Dom. We'll Facetime Dom as soon as we get done with this. But Lee, uh, you'll be here for more December. We'll yep. do some more. Uh, Chelsea, thank you for coming. Don't forget Trey Lewis show the 18th and Tell Nashville about two and Frank's on the 19th of December. So you, you got anything special coming up there besides this weird video we're gonna make when we get down here? <laughs> no, just this, <laughs> my only plans this whole month is this Saturday. Right. You ever been to the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> I already knew where that was going. Trust me, there ain't enough dick here no. for you to go there. But you know, we'll, we'll get in where we fit in, baby. Well, thank all y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. We'll catch y'all next time. This July 4th, celebrate the spirit of freedom and comfort with Minky Couture Blankets. Wrap yourself in the softness of luxury minky fabric as you cozy up under the stars and stripes. Our blankets are designed to ignite your patriotic pride and keep you warm all night long. From backyard barbecues to fireworks in the sky, make every moment memorable with Minky Couture. Indulge in the ultimate comfort and style this Independence Day. Visit us at MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today and embrace the true essence of July 4th with Minky Couture Blankets. Freedom has never felt so cozy. 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.